Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Marks and Race on a Tuesday with Johnny Marks and Ike Reese. What's up, Ike? Johnny Marks, holla at your boy. Well, it feels more and more like the offseason with each day that uh, separates us from that Super Bowl. I, I, I think I'm there, I'm there now. The CJ uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson news about they're going to put the tag on them if they don't think they can sign them because they're not letting them leave was kind of the first thing last night. They did it right before I think we got off the air was when the story came out. Um, so it felt like I'm like, all right, we actually are in off-season mode now. They can officially put franchise tags on players. Uh, free agency's not that far away. So it got me thinking, right? Like yesterday we we talked about expectations, and I was, I guess, somewhat surprised at at people saying, like, nah, it's really hard to get back to the Super Bowl. By the way, which it is. Yeah. Um, which it is. Um, but I guess I'm looking at this – as such an opportunity where your offense is young and in their prime and Jalen's not making a lot of money just yet, if there's ever been an all-in year for the Eagles, it's 2023. Jalen's making a second-round draft pick fourth year, right? Like, you have still very manageable contracts. So if that means bringing back uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson on the franchise tag or signing him long-term, if that means that you're signing maybe one of the guys – that ordinarily you would have allowed to leave one of your free agents. Um, I don't know. And guys are going to leave, but I'm being aggressive in free agency if I'm Howie. I'm trying to make the team better. I'm not worried about salary cap space and things like that. If there's ever been a time to be aggressive and go in for for a season, it's right now. It's right now. So, you know, I expect the Super Bowl next season, and I'm being aggressive to try to get back there. Like, so I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm expecting Howie to be aggressive and go all in this season to try to win it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, you have to define all in and what that what that means and what you're willing to do when you say. Obviously, if everybody would come back on a one year deal and they'd be happy and take that, and yeah, go go all in and bring everybody back on a one year deal. But if you're saying put yourself in potential ca- salary cap hell by signing guys to contracts that you should probably move on from to try to keep this window open with this team, or if you're talking about going out and spending money on, let's say, some of the top available free agents to replenish some of the talent, because uh, you don't know about the draft. You you can go into the draft hoping that you get a player or what have you. You don't know if that player is going to be there or what have you. I don't care what pick you have unless you have the number one pick overall. So picking at 10 doesn't guarantee you no. – the player that you're looking for that's going to make a difference, that's going to come in and be that guy next year, nor this picking at the end of the draft at 31, guarantee you're going to get an impactful player. I Listen, I think on the surface the idea sounds like, yeah, that's what you should do. Jalen's 24 years old. But I think they got to be smart about this. And I think that's what they're going to do. I, I don't think the Eagles look at 2023 as a year we have to make a charge to go win the Super Bowl this year. So we're going to do things like sign guys at positions that we probably wouldn't do. We're going to hold on to a couple key veterans here and there, even if that means we have to pay for it two years down the road, three years down the road. By the way, the quarterback still needs his contract done. Mm -hmm. The quarterback still needs his contract done. So to put everything into this year for potential salary cap hell, I don't want to see the Eagles do that. Like, the Eagles were fortunate to get out of the situation that they found themselves in a couple years ago. They were fortunate to get out of that situation. Fortunate that they drafted Jalen Hurts, and he turned into the player that he turned into, number one. Because if he happened to be just a backup quarterback, which they drafted him to be, 
then we wouldn't be talking about titles and things of that nature right now. We'd be still looking for a franchise quarterback yeah. that we could believe in. So they 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 lucked out in that instance that he turned out to be that guy. Wentz isn't here anymore, which allowed them to swallow uh, the 2021 deals that they did that year. And and listen, the relationship that Hurts has with A.J. Brown, got A.J. Brown here along with the money they were willing to pay because they struck out on some other deals. They were in on Calvin Ridley. They were in on Allen Robinson. These were all deals they were in on before they decided to trade for A.J. Brown on draft night. So they got fortunate in some instances to end up where they are right now. Mm. I don't know if you can continue to roll the dice and think that you're going to come up well, with, with smelling like roses every time you do this when you decide to go all in. So what I would say is there are, there are there may be a player or two that I would target that I would keep, C.J. Gardner-Johnson being one. He's 25 years old. I don't have a problem keeping him. Uh, you have to leave room for if Jason Kelsey decides he wants to come back and play or not, so you have to leave room for him. And then, like I said the other day, if Kelsey comes back and he's loving – playing football and he's having such a great time and his team is in a great position and all these things that people say he would give one more year for. Why, why would he give two or three more years for it? Right. Why would he give? Cause if he loves Jalen hurts, he loves the leadership, he loves the culture and all those things. Well, why would he do two or three more years instead of just one more year and then have to go through this again, again next year. Yeah. So he may be looking for a longer deal. If he's coming back, it might be that, making, that, making a lot of money at the center position. And, and, and believe me, I think we all are on the same page. If Jason Kelsey wants to play here, he's going he's to play here. Like, yeah. or he should. He should. Yeah. I mean, that's the way we're looking at it. Right. As fans, nobody's going to be opposed to it, or not very many people are. But that impacts what you do moving forward. Right. You have a you have a replacement that you expected to be in there making $2 million a year, not 15 Yeah. It's a lot of money difference when you're looking at the salary cap. Yeah, so then what are you going to do at the cornerback position? What are you going to do at your other secondary positions? What's the deal with your pass rush? Yeah. All those things. I think they have a team right now that they can add pieces, smart pieces, retain retain the young talent that, that like CJ would be at the top of the list because he's the youngest one at 25 years old with the highest ceiling, and he's coming off the better year. He fits the guy that you would want. Only problem is he plays a position they historically don't don't spend a lot of money on. So, but maybe he's the exception to the rule. Maybe he is. Times change. Yeah, hopefully he is. Hopefully he is. Okay. Well, then where do you go in the other areas that need to be filled? How do you fill the running back position? You're losing your top two runners. How do you feel that? How do you feel the right guard position? Going to put going to put Cam Jurgens there. Yeah. The right guard. Okay. How do you feel that position? Your defense, your defense. Now you got to you can get away with having a mediocre defense this past year because we played Minnie Mo, Jack, Shemp, all the three Stooges. We played all the three Stooges and their cousins this year at quarterback, except for one time. We saw what happened that one time. We didn't play one of those three Stooges. At quarterback. Yeah, we, we saw we saw what but happened. You, you you combined the Pep Boys and the three yeah, Stooges. Yeah, all of them. I threw them all in there. <laughs> threw them all in there. I want to throw the little rascals in there too. All of them. Throw them all in there. You know, except for the last game we played in the year. We played at a, a real damn good quarterback. Well, guess what? Next year, now you don't get Pat Mahomes every week, but you get a tougher schedule. Yeah. So I would think next year you need a better defense next year. And next year is the actual year you're going to need a good uh, defense. Probably not going to happen based on last year, <laughs> right? Like their defense was good. 
Well, yeah. Really, really good. And, and listen, they benefited from who they played. And we yeah. I said this all year long. This isn't, you know, revisionist history after the Super Bowl. Now I'm mad at Jonathan Gannon, so now I want to say they didn't play anybody. I, I said that all year long, and I yeah. didn't hold it against the Eagles. I still thought they uh, performed phenomenally all year long. But there is something to playing better quarterbacks. Oh, for sure. You need a better defense. No, for sure. They, Slay's going to be a year older. You may not have Bradbury. The last two seasons, the Eagles have lucked out as far as uh, in the last half mm-hmm. of 2021. Remember the quarterbacks they played the, that, yeah. that, those last six, eight games? And, and I'll also throw this in there. And I, I think we all like Avante Maddox. We all like Avante Maddox. Gets banged up. Yeah. Misses games. Yeah, it'd be nice if you if you I'm felt just, like you could count on him I'm for seven. I'm just saying, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like all, all of that is in the mix when you look at what the Eagles are going to be missing on defense. All right, so, so here's here's the, like you said, define all in, and it's not go out and sign and phone number two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's not settling for drafting a corner and say he's going to be the starter. It's going out and re-signing Bradbury or getting a Marcus Peters on a two-year deal instead of signing Bradbury because he's too many years, right? Like, you need to make sure that second cornerback is a a legitimate starter, better than Steve Nelson, right? Like, you need to go out. I'm prioritizing. If you're going to bring back CJ and you're going to franchise tag him, you're going to sign him long-term, fine. But you also have the ability, if you sign him long-term, to put some of of the larger cap hits further back, right, to where the first two years – He's not making that much money, and you can fit him in there. And maybe Bradbury or the veteran corner is making the more money in those first two years. Designing designing the cap and designing the contracts to where you're backloading a lot of that money, and you talked about it earlier. You're putting yourself in line for cap hell later on down, down the road. I'm fine with that. These first two years matter. The Eagles have never been closer to a Super Bowl than they are right now, and they were this past season. And there's, their schedule is going to be more difficult. That means there should be even more urgency to make this team better right now. This offense is ready to win right now. This offensive line is ready to win right now. This defensive line, for the most part, is ready to win right now. Fill in the gaps with veterans. Spend some money. Give large signing bonuses. Do it now. Do it now. Don't wait. I mean, you, you could you could take a step back for a year and try to re-go for it again in two years. Next year might be your year. The conference, it, is it going to be worse? I don't think it's going to be that much better. Mm-hmm. Right, like the Eagles st- should still be on paper right now. Depending on it. what they do, yeah. But even glass half full, they're a top three team in the NFC right now. Ha- yeah. Looking at next year, mm-hmm. um, go for it, go for it. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's take some reaction here, Jack Fritz. How do you feel about this before um, before we get get to it? Well, I'm terrified of uh, the idea of going all in and turning into what the Rams were this year or even where the Eagles were a couple years ago, where it's like we got to go through the the depths of hell to get out of all these bad deals. Like, they got to be smart about this. And the next year is not make or break. Next year is about finding the next core of this team. I love Brandon. I love Fletch. I love Jason Kelsey. Let them go. Like, just it's about finding the next core, not pushing all your chips in and going all in. Like, they, they got to find ways to get younger. They gotta, they're going to pay their quarterback, whatever, $50 million a year. They're going to find cheap talent. So, no, next year is not all about get the Super Bowl, get the Super Bowl, get the Super Bowl. Next year is about cap flexibility. <laughs> it's about cap flexibility. But, see, Jack, you, you always – I don't know if I'm going down that road with you with the, with the cap flexibility, but but that is part of my, my, keep, my overall vision. Keep this in mind. Jack always wants to be in rebuild mode. He's, yeah. he's happy. Well, the process when he's was building. the best the Sixers have ever been, in my opinion. So, 
Yeah, listen, but you like the way you like where the Phillies are right now, don't you? Well, they just bought their way out. Yeah, you with, with no salary nothing cap. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. I just need the Eagles to be smart about it. In all honesty, I need them to be smart about it. Now, he he mentioned something about letting the older guys go. I do believe you have to have that mindset. Love them all. Love them all. I really do. And if they were all willing to take the 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 team friendly deal for one year or what have you, that's great. I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, I just I these just, guys no. want to get these guys yes, want to get paid. Of course they so, do. So how about this, right? Because I, I'm okay with being. I hear one player say, "Oh, the money doesn't matter to me. I just need to figure out a way to work out a deal to get back here." But like, I didn't hear one player say that. This I'm not saying you have to bring back all your own players. I'm saying if if you're not going to bring back Brandon Graham, you better damn have damn well have a replacement ready to to sack the quarterback. Mm-hmm. That means you have to go out and spend money on in free. Like, yeah, Fletcher's probably not going to be back. I don't know if Brandon's going to be back. Right. You need to replenish these guys with other veterans. And if that means you you have some of them draft picks, Ike Reese, then have some of them draft picks. Candidate to come back. Right? Knee linebackers. You need at least one. And then you can fill in the gap with somebody else. But yeah, we yeah, we need at least one back, I would imagine. Yeah, they got Nicobe Dean. They drafted him. Right. He's going to be back. Uh, when you look at our D line, with the which was the strength of the defense, all of those guys were older guys, and with the exception of Hassan Reddick and 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 uh, Josh Sweat and Jordan Davis, Milton Williams, everybody else is leaving. Limbaugh Joseph maybe could be back on on a one year deal as really? a de- as a depth guy. He I wasn't don't even expect on the so. roster till November last year. But just... he was he was pretty good last year when he when he was on when our he roster, only had right? to play 15, 20 snaps what? a game. Yeah, but with all these other guys gone, he's got to play more. To your point, Jordan Davis now is actually going to have to. Yes, of course he contribute. is the 14th pick in the draft. Yeah, agreed. All right, let's get some reaction. Carl in Maple Shade, New Jersey. Carl, how are you? Good afternoon, fellas. What's up, Carl? What's up, Carl? Hey, now, um, for me. The faster Howie does the deal with Jalen, the sooner he knows what he has left so that he could start working on rebuilding. I, I, I hate to see a whole lot of time being spent on Jalen when there's so much more work to be done. Well, I, he, one thing with Jalen, he's already under contract, right? So he's not going to hold up. I don't think he's going to hold up their offseason as far as what they want to do. Uh, I would imagine they want to get it done sooner rather than later, but I don't know what what numbers they're offering versus numbers his side is looking for to whether or not they can get a deal done early. I mean, if I'm Jalen, if I'm Jalen Hurts, I, I don't want to be the first guy to sign. I'm, I played in the last game of the year. I went to the Super Bowl. I was a, I was the MVP runner up. Let's see what Justin Herbert. Yeah, gets. I need to see what everybody else is doing before I sign my deal. I got you on that idea. One more thing, I'll go quick. Okay. Um, I think it's critical that the defensive coordinator, when I listen to Dawkins talk, he he specified practicing the blitz. I'm not saying they got to go crazy with it, but he talked about how to take angles, how to take uh, a bull rush, how to be good with your hands, and, and, and the emphasis on practicing the blitz, I don't think, was there. Yeah, because they didn't Jump. blitz a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there you they, go. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They didn't do a lot of blitzing. Um, 
listen, you, you, you know, Doc, Doc, Doc is the uh, the gospel when it comes to talking about defense in this town, and I'm I'm usually on board with whatever he normally says. I understand what he would prefer. I just don't know if that's what the Eagles would prefer. I'm not right. saying there's anything wrong with what he would prefer. I just don't know if that's what the Eagles prefer. Right. Yeah, Doc on midday said that he wouldn't have liked playing for the, the scheme that they were running last year because he likes to get aggressive and blitz. Yeah, I, but here's what I would say to that. I, I think in that he's also saying if that's the way I'm going to be used, I'm not going to like it. Right. Yeah, if Jonathan Gannon had Brian Dawkins as a player, I don't think he would be sitting back in coverage. It'd, it'd look a little different. Yeah, I think it would look a little <laughs> different. Yeah, I think, I think it would. No, it's true. When you have a Hall of Fame talent, you're not going to just say, hey, don't get I don't beat think over the Jim top. Johnson ever had a Brian Dawkins until he had Brian Dawkins. <laughs> there wasn't another safety that he referenced when he just decided how he was going to use Brian Dawkins before he got Brian Dawkins. You know why? Because there was no Brian Dawkins before Brian Dawkins. So how could you use a safety in the manner in which Brian Dawkins was used? He's, he's one of the first that ever was used the way that he was. So you almost have to discover the talent by seeing it in person, and then you figure out ways to use it. I don't think Jonathan Gannon would use Brian Dawkins the way he used his defense, well, he'd be foolish if he did. Right. But a lot of people didn't know Brian Dawkins was Brian Dawkins until Jim and, Johnson. Until Jim Johnson came in and said, I know, I know exactly what I'm doing. Well, with I see guy. what he can do, and, right. and, and this is what I can do with him. Right. With Jaquan Jarrett, you're not running the same defense I for the I don't think so. No. Yes, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Macho Harris, Jaquan Jarrett, <laughs> any other. Yeah. Yeah, you're not doing what Jim Johnson did with Brian Dawkins with just any safety. It's- Troy Palomalu, Ed Reed, those a few, maybe Earl Thomas. Right. That's in the history of the game I'm talking about. Yeah, that was a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's not a, some one of the mill safety that you find in that type of ability every day. No. Yeah. No, Brian Dawkins was very special. Do you think Jonathan Gannon would use Brian Dawkins differently, Jack? Or uh, would it still be the same thing? I would hope he'd use Brian Dawkins differently. <laughs> right. That's the only thing you could say, right? I mean, that's head coach in the National Football League. There's only 32 of those uh, openings out there. Jonathan Gannon has one of them. And two one five five. They might put Dawkins at linebacker. Honestly, at this point, well, he's the size of because uh, because you're white now. Well, here's the other thing. That was the great thing about Jim Johnson. How many how many defensive coordinators would know how to use Jeremiah Trotter the way he was used? Yeah, not many would use a 260 pound middle linebacker the way Jeremiah Trotter was used. Right. That that was the genius of Jim Johnson. And the Joker, N.D. Kalu lined up All in the Joker that. position. That's the genius yeah. of yep. Jim Johnson. Jonathan Gannon's not Jim Johnson. No. <laughs> By the way, there's a lot of coordinators that ain't Jim Johnson. Yeah. There's a lot of them that ain't Jim Johnson. So is he in the mold of the like kind of the old Tampa two guys? You would you got all the guys that were off the Monty Kiffin's Tampa two, and then you had a bunch of defenses in the league that ran that same defense. Ooh. And well, I'm just saying like Monty Kiffin and that Tampa Bay defense that they won twenty years ago with. Then yeah. you saw a bunch of teams, I believe, afterwards that were still running that style of defense. And it seems like Gannon, like this is the new style of defense that a lot of the defensive coordinators like to run, which is keep everything in front of you, don't blitz a lot. And kind of, we're going to make you dink and dunk down well, the field. Well, Joseph blitzed the second most in the league. Let's go look at his numbers. Like, you don't have to, I don't understand why you need to convince yourself of anything. If you want a guy that blitz, let's go look at the teams that did all the blitzing and see where they finished. Mm-hmm. And see if you would want their coordinators. Not good. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. All your calls coming up next. 
You want the Eagles to see? I like all all in. Okay, I can use all in, but like mm-hmm. I I have urgency for 2023. There's urgency for me to go out. You're you went toe to toe with the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and you should damn. You know what? You should have won the damn game. Why are you going to take a step back this year? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. You were right there. You have a quarterback that's not making a lot of money. 2023 is there for you. Uh, but we're losing 20 free agents. I think nine or ten starters. Well, damn it. That's, a, that's a lot of starters you have to replace. And two coordinators. And two coordinators, yes. 215-592-9494. It's Marks and Reese. All in? Urgency? Or you want flexibility? Let some of the older guys go. We'll get to that. Also, the report about the Eagles prioritizing one of their own. That is coming up next. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, listen, let's talk about uh, my dentist, my guy, Dr. Eric Pastor. And if you're looking for a dentist, he is the Royers for Dentist. If you're anywhere up near me, it's the best dental practice I've ever been to. But I'm really here to talk about Dr. Pastor and what he's done for me and my snoring and my sleep apnea problem because he is the region's number one source for a dental solution in treating snoring. And sleep apnea. I was using the CPAP because I have sleep apnea, and I'm a, it was a terrible snorer. My, I, my wife would kick me multiple times a night because that gets me to roll over and stop snoring until I start snoring again, right? So CPAP wasn't working for me. And I'm telling you, since I went to Dr. Pastor and his team, uh, I've been sleeping amazing. I woke up once last night to use the bathroom. And I can tell you with the CPAP and before I was doing that, I'm wa- I was waking up all the time. My sleep was terrible. All right? Dr. Pastor and his team can uh, make an FDA-approved dental appliance that's often covered by health insurance. So if you're snoring and you have sleep apnea, that is not good for your health. So if it's your wife kicking you out of bed or you're just worried about your health, Dr. Pastor helped me. He can do the same for you. And um, often, this is all covered by health insurance. So contact Dr. Pastor, and his team takes care of all the legwork for you with that. They'll figure that part of it out, and they'll worry about getting you to stop snoring, helping your sleep apnea, and they're the experts in it. So contact Dr. Eric Pastor today. He's the Royers for Dentist and get a free evaluation. 610-948-8518. 610-948-8518 or online, drpastor.com. That's D-R-P-A-S-T-E-R.com. He is their number one as we understand. He is their number one. Priority. He's not going anywhere. Number one priority. Not he's going anywhere. Been an incredible. I mean, to learn this defense as he did, I mean, Gardner Johnson's not going anywhere. They'll tag him if they don't think they can get a deal done. Oh, that was Adam Kaplan with uh, Mo Chef Mosher. Is he speaking as if he ruled the world? Inside the birds. Seems now, that hold on. Is that Nas? Uh, is that is that Curtis Blow? I don't know. It's labeled as Nas. Nas. Yeah, neither. I, I'm asking you two. Yeah, I know who the hell it is. It's not. And it's it's Hill. Oh, singing right now, yes. Well, it's all Illmatic for Nas. <laughs> well, that was... Uh, that was. That didn't turn out the way I thought it was. Adam Kaplan. Yes. Uh, and Jeff Mosher inside the birds. So the window is now open for teams to use the franchise tag between now and 4 p.m. on March 8th. Any player who receives a tag will be able to continue negotiating a long-term contract with their teams through July 15th. So it's in in a lot of cases, it ends up being just a negotiating tactic to say, Hey, listen, like you're going to, you're like, you're not going anywhere and we're going to try to work out a long-term deal. Now the safety position, and this is specifically for uh, CJ 
Chauncey Carter Johnson is fourteen point four six million for this year. Mm-hmm. So if they franchise him, now he has to sign the he has to sign the tag, but he'd be guaranteed almost fourteen and a half million dollars for twenty twenty three. And he he's probably not going to like being tagged. We know he's not going to like being tagged. He wants a long term deal, and at yeah, least he ain't going to turn down fourteen million dollars. Right. So at the very least, if they feel like they can't come to a long term, they have him for a yeah. year, and he's a very productive player. And maybe be, might even be better to have him for just a year and see what he does this year. Yeah, I mean, you're going to wind up paying him regardless. If he's a good player, you're going to wind up paying him. So. Um, you know, you can secure him for a year. It's going to be $14 million on your salary cap for one year. So that's eating up. That's, that's one year of $14 million. Eagles like to spread money out. Right. So you don't eat up as much as their salary cap, but that's $14 million that's going to be gone there, which would put him, I would imagine, somewhere at the top of the list of highest paid players on the team. Yeah. When you look at the, the salary for next year. For sure. Smart move. By the Eagles, like? Um, it's a smart move to keep him. That's that's for certain. Let's just start there. Um, and I, I I think the Eagles. You just look at Howie's track record. We don't have many instances of players playing on a franchise tag. The only one I can really think of is uh, L.J. Smith. Uh, that was like back in '07 or '08 uh, as a tight end, and that wasn't even under Howie Roseman as the head GM. Joe Banner was still here then. And they they allowed LJ to go after one year because they didn't want to give him a long term deal. Gave him one year, five million dollars, I believe it was, for a top Man. five tight end back then. That and it was good money back then for a tight end. Sure. And and they moved on. Um, he was also a draft pick that they had a longer book on as to see what he was and knew what he was. And if they were that confident in him, they would have given him a long-term deal. He never showed them that that's what they should have done. So they were smart for only doing it for one year. With C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he's not their draft pick, but they gave up a pick to get him. I was it, third or fourth? I, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was a fourth, but it could have been. Okay. But they gave up a pick to get him. Young player. You got you got you got a chance to put your eyes on him last year. He was very productive while he was out there. He's only twenty five years old. Um, I don't think the Eagles put a franchise tag on him if they don't think if I don't think the Eagles put a franchise tag on him if they don't believe they can get a long term deal worked out. Right. If they don't if they had no interest in re signing him to a long term deal, I think they would just let him go versus Having him for one year for fourteen million. No, I agree. They're they're hoping they can figure they can yeah, work this out. Work it out, and so the tag is just placed on him, so it gives them a little more time to 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 come up with a number that they can agree upon. Maybe they see what the market is out there for some other safeties that get paid, right? And they right. they're able to gauge it that sort of way. Meanwhile, he can't go anywhere. He can't negotiate with anybody. He's getting fourteen million once he signs on the dotted line. He's not going to sign on the dotted line unless he's being told by the Eagles, this is all you're getting. Right. We're not doing a long-term deal. That's when he signs on the dotted line. But even then, he won't sign on the dotted line until training camp. Right. And it's a, it's it may a, not be to the first damn game, to, to the first week of the season. To your point. He may not even come to training camp if he's upset about it. To your point, does he now skip OTAs? Does he, oh, for does sure he, he Does he not sign He's not it? getting injured. Right. Yeah, you're not, right. you're not signing that deal yet. Right. Yeah, he's not in a rush to sign that. So is that how you want the offseason to start? Which is like, and that's part of the risk with the franchise tag is the player's mm-hmm. not going to be happy about it. But 
Um, I, I do think he's important to bring back. I like James Bradbury is also important to bring back to me too. I think it's a more important position. Um, he's a little bit older mm-hmm. and he's probably going to cost you more per year. I don't know if he gets as many years, but yeah, similar guaranteed money. Probably. I, I just like, I, I, I want to make sure that we're short up at, at cornerback too, rather yeah. than safety. Yeah, but you got the 10th pick for that, if, if if that's what you're worried about. I think they took a gamble on James Bradbury. It worked out for him. It didn't cost him anything but money. The Giants cut him. The Eagles picked him up, paid him close to a salary of $10 million for this year, and they got their money's worth. They went to the Super Bowl. Yep. For one year. It worked out. They, they were willing to do it for one year to give him a defense, give him two good corners. But I, I haven't seen the Eagles – uh, where they they're willing to pay two corners top money. Long like term. Bradbury feels he's the number one corner. So he doesn't want number two corner money. He wants number right. one corner money. Slayer's already making number one corner money. They're not going to turn around and pay two corners and a safety. Long term. Well, and a safety. And a safety, right. They're not going to do all of that. Well, that's what it feels like. To me, it feels like if um... – like this would like Hargrave's probably not coming back. If you're if you're throwing big money at at Gardner Johnson, that means Epps probably comes back. So he's not going to cost a lot of money. Well, Epps, Epps and T.J. Edwards. Well, T.J. Edwards may half our defense may be in Arizona. So yeah, I keep saying that. So I saw. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> like, yeah, half our defense and, may be in Arizona. And Jack sent this this morning. ESPN tried to ESPN put out like the best fit for every free agent that was out there. Their top fifty, mm-hmm. and it had a, a had somebody had Sayamalu going to Indy. Had a couple couple players going to Arizona, right, Jack? With uh, well, Bradbury's one of them. Bradbury's one of them. That makes sense. And that was about it. They had them restunning Chauncey. They okay. had Hargrave going to the Seahawks. Seahawks. Four huh. three defense. He gets good. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a yeah. Pete Carroll would like him. And then uh, TJ went, went to Miami. Okay. In that, so yeah, yeah you're, you're definitely you're going to lose guys. Oh yeah, Here's, these guys are looking to get paid. Like they're not looking to take one year deal. They they just did that. They all did – think about that. They all did one-year deals. They so, just did that. So they, so they all would did, have good years and use that to get paid. And use it to get paid long-term contracts, and, yes. And they did it. Yes, they all just did one-year deals. Yeah. Tell you what, I don't want to be too hot-takey, yeah. but they should have won the Super Bowl, so this conversation is not as hard. You know what I mean? That, no, it's a good point. It's, good, it's a good point. It really is. Well, it's like, it's like if they leave after a one-year deal after you win a Super Bowl, it's a lot You're easier okay to with it. Yes. Than, than this. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but Kaiser came on a one-year deal. TJ signed a one-year deal. Bradbury's on a one-year deal. CJ was on the last, last year of year his of a deal. Contract, yeah. Epps on the last year of his deal. Fletcher, Brandon, Sayamalu, Sanders. All these guys on the last year of the deal. Either one-year deals or the last year of the deal. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of them. Twitter questions today sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. If you're getting engaged, visit the home team. Best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Marks-Jewelers.com. This is how it's going to play out here today because we asked, do you want the Eagles to go in to go all in this offseason to win a Super Bowl next year? 85% say yes. Mm. But most people I predict today on the phone will say, no, you don't have to go all in in 2023. I don't know why there's not urgency. We'll talk to Elliot about it coming up at uh, at 3 o'clock. But I, I – like. I always feel like our listeners are the smarter people. People on Twitter just vote. They do. I mean, that's a blanket statement. Do you want the Eagles to go all in next year? No. Yeah, yeah of course they're going to hit yes. <laughs> but yeah. when you need to talk about yes. it for a couple well, minutes. Well, people that are listening yeah. to the show, they understand where we're going in-depth and second-level thinking when asking this question. And that's why they all call up with a different perspective versus right. Twitter. Than a simple Twitter perspective like exactly. myself. Exactly. Yes. 
go to Ike in Southwest Philly. Ike, how are you, buddy? What's up? What's up, y'all? What's, what's going on? What's up, Ike? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing. Yo, first thing first, man, ain't signing no Marcus Peters, man. He's done. <laughs> he, he, man, if you watch Baltimore deep uh, yeah. uh, safeties and corners last year, they was getting roasted. Even the boy Hamilton that everybody wanted. Oh uh, yeah, so, yeah. The so rookie, the rookie saying. from Notre Dame, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. But Peter is he he began roasting and do dumb stuff. That's a double <laughs> bubble. I'm cool on him. And then on the other tip, I would be like kind of Jack. I ain't saying I would I would do a, a transition. Like I would do a, a I'd be a little bit selective about what I get. Like I would like Hargrave and I would like CJ Garner Johnson. Because I'm gonna be honest with you. The thing I give Howie credit for is he be picking people that that we don't all be thinking about at the time. Think about when he signed Hargrave. It's a good sign. Hargrave wasn't a he wasn't a big name nope. when he got signed as nope. a free agent. And it seemed like when you talk about second level thinking, it seemed like Howie be on that second level thinking because even though we got AJ, none of us seen that. We yep. was going to get we was going to get the kid with the Falcons before he he had the gambling situation. They they were trying. I mean, if he doesn't have that gambling situation, they might. I mean, they traded yeah. for him. Yep. And yo, and I'm not gonna lie, I would have been excited at the time for that. <laughs> exactly. He, he, Me too. He was thorough, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it ended up I working thought, out better than in any other scenario that was out oh, there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah, AJ Brown is ridiculous. So yeah. I was I was hyped when we got him. But all I'm gonna say is I'm select. I'm not bringing back. Sorry, I'm not bringing Fletcher back. I'm not bringing uh, Brandon back because to me that would be repeating what we did in 2017. Yeah. So, so you got you got yeah. you got to cut you got to work with your brain, not your heart, sometimes or whatever. And, and so and listen, so so, so I hang, parts, hang, I hang on hang on real fast because like it, like I don't disagree with that. If some of your older players walked, but you just I mean you said you want Hargrave and you want and you want CJ back. That's probably 35 million dollars a year between the two of them, right or close to it. So that's going to cost you. That's going to cost you big, right? So you really are like that's a that's a big part of your defense. Now it's a matter of what you do after that. Like you said no to Marcus Peters. All right, like I, I, I'm fine with that. But I want a veteran corner. If it's on a one year contract, or maybe you do do resign Bradbury. See, I, I I don't know why people don't have urgency for next year. You actually you were just went toe to toe with the Chiefs. You can get back there. John, why? Why? Because I don't want all of them back. Don't mean I, I'm not urgent. I do want to go right away. Right. I do want to go back, but I just got to be honest with it. We can't sign all these dudes. Forget like it. Forget Hargrave. it. Forget. Forget about our guys. But what about what you do after this? Because that's really what it's about as well. If you let Fletcher walk, that's fine. But what do you like? Are you signing somebody to replace them? See, I want them to go out in free agency, and I want them to sign guys too. We'll go do what how we usually do. Get them dudes that's coming off their first contract. Mm-hmm. Maybe make a trade. We got mm-hmm. enough draft picks to make a trade as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to be a little bit more creative than just worry about signing the free agents because look what we just talked about. Uh, like all the trades that we did, there's other ways to, to do it besides just the, the free agents. That's just my thing. I just I just think we got to be smart about it, not just uh, A plus B, uh, A and B. Because you want this thing, yeah, you want this thing to last. Like we, yep. we, we want to have good All right, players. I think so. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I'm looking at some of the corners right now. Yeah, yeah. Steve Nelson available? Probably is. <laughs> I think he retired. <laughs> yeah, probably is. I can't see. Um, man, it's there's not, a, it's not a great market for corners this year. I mean, right now they got Marcus Peters at the top. Yeah, and that's and that's that's gonna and he's thirty. Yeah, and he's thirty exactly. So um, yeah, they don't have any young corners that are primed and ready to come off like Rocky Sin. Well, he was good. He was like the Temple Temple kid. 
Coming um, off his rookie contract. Yeah, I remember Baltimore. Was it Baltimore or Indy to sign him? Indy. Uh, Indy drafted him Indy in drafted the him, yeah. second round, I guess. Yeah, he was a high draft pick. Yeah. Small corner, though. Yep. They, they Almost reminds me of Avante. Traded him to the Raiders, if uh, memory serves me correct. So, obviously, yeah. that didn't work out mm-hmm. the way that they wanted to. But, like, you know, the, the, you might have to – you might have to one of the one of the one of the the guys that you sign might end up being a veteran guy if you're not going to resign Bradbury. It might end up being a guy like Rocky Sim, where it's like, all right, you're still banking on some potential. You're hoping on some potential. I want Patrick Peterson. I'm not asking for that guy. Eli Apple seems like a pain in the behind. Oh, no, believe me, you don't want Eli Apple, bro. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, we don't want him. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good with Eli Apple. <laughs> the last two teams he's been on has been nothing but uh. He's constantly making headlines for the wrong well, reasons. Well, yeah, every everybody in the league views him as a clown. Right. So uh, we don't need that on our on our roster where everybody thinks you're a joke. Yep. Um, OG Wade. OG in. Wade. Well, he used to play corner. Yeah. He knows about corner. What's up, OG Wade? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? OG. What's up? Listen, man. Um, I would like us for 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 the sake of my show here. The OG, the, uh, the the Marks and and, and Reed and OG show. Yeah. Uh, oh boy! That, Can not, we get an open yeah, made for that, Jack? Yeah. Let's not put too much into uh, Adam Kaplan and uh, and and Moche. These guys <laughs> want people to visit their pies and all this other mopey stuff. These dudes make some of the, the worst takes and everything, and then we chain take it and we use our damn show up talking about something that's never going to happen. First of all. I would di- I would disagree. I don't think you're giving Adam enough credit as a reporter. He gets good information. Me, He's worked me, closely me, with the Eagles explain. before. He's got contacts in the organization. Let me explain something to you. An Johnny agent might have told him that. Okay, listen. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to sound like Herb now. Now listen. Yeah. <laughs> listen, right. I, I, get, I get the, you know, the, the, the buddy system. I get that. But when I listen to them guys say that Jalen Hurts, is not an NFL quarterback. It's not a long term for the Eagles. That was Moshe. Oh, so okay? this is, has to and do with Jalen. All right. No, no, no. Forget that. I'm, I'm saying I listen to these guys because I, that's how I get my information to be able to, to – let me go in here and look at this thing. Right now, what this organization needs, first of all, we don't do no franchising players because, first of all, players don't like that. So why would you want a guy here that don't want to be – and ain't happy to be here – that's what we don't want on the field. Because you want him here, and your expectation no. is you're going to sign no. him, but you no. need more no. time to Johnny. get it done. Johnny, would you would you want someone here that don't want to be here? Seriously, honestly, no. Would you? No. Okay, so let's. We don't. That's why we don't do it. Name me another player that the Philadelphia Eagles, since Howie Roseman been been running this show, had players on this team that that he forced on this team that didn't want to be here. You can't. No. We don't do that. That don't make business sense. You're wasting money. So we're not doing that. Here's what we will do. Mm. Okay? Now. Uh, Is it, did you get this from Elliot? Because Elliot last week so, was screaming and yelling that they don't franchise players. So here's uh, what I get it from. I get it yeah. from logic. Knowledge without college. <laughs> I, deal, I deal with logic. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he has proven to be worthy of a special condition. No, we don't normally give safety that kind of money. But for CJ and the way that he played, mm. he deserves that contract. Just off of what he did. Now, we can't blame Howie when players get money and then they go and get big headed and don't work and all that. 
he gets that bad rap for so many years or times is that we blame Howie for bringing guys in and paying them that up until the point they showed that they was worth that. Mm -hmm. These guys still got to put the work in. Like Howie's job and Jeffrey's job was done the moment we we landed in Arizona. Their job is done. Mm. The players is the one that lost that damn game last Sunday. Not Howie, not Jeffrey. So there's no pressure on Howie to go all in to get back. No, Howie did his job. Now, these players that didn't perform at that level, oh, yeah, that's Bradley, uh, 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 Bradbury. He's the one that, that wasn't performing at a high level in that Super Bowl. Okay? So, no, I don't necessarily need to bring him back. And one thing I know about cornerback, they're as good as your front seven. Yeah. If your front seven stinks, guess what? Your damn corners are going to stink. <laughs> I don't give a damn. How's there, how, how, do, how, do you, how do you think their front seven is going to be next year? I think we should use that number on a defensive lineman, preferably a tackle. Okay? We got our DNs already locked in. Bring Brandon back on a, 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 a team-friendly deal if he wants to come back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, we still want to have free agency after the draft and everything that we can still pulch at, mm-hmm. as well as cornerback. That's where you'll get your cornerback at. When everything, when all the smoke clear and Joe dudes realize ain't no big money coming out, some of them want to be in Bradbury's position where he say, okay, I'll, I'll Marcus do Peters. Here. That's probably what Marcus Peters no, signs. No, he's well, not, no he's but not, I'm just telling you that's when he's going to sign because there's no, not going to be teams no, willing to give him no, big contracts. No, no. He's retarded. And he's just, all right, all right, wait. All right, wait. All right, wait. We don't use that term anymore, Wade. We do not. We do not. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But, all right, well, then you should want to resign Hargrave unless you think Hargrave's already given you the best of what you're going to get out of him, and now you're paying for what he did the last two years, not for what he's going to do in the next two years. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if Hargrave can play – at the level on which he's played this last year or two for two to three more years. Sometimes I mean, it's just better to oh, yeah. be like, man, that was a hell of a signing. Right, yeah, you. we had a great signing. We got the most out of him. We like we 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 got our our return on our investment. Like Could that be Bradbury they, as well? Could oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Unless they want to move on from Slate. That's my whole thing. I just don't see them committing long term. Because here's the other thing. You think Slate doesn't want a new deal? He always does, sure. Well, he's coming off a, he's coming off a very damn good year too, right? Like he was no slouch. He's a Pro Bowler this year, right? No, for sure. So he, it's not like he's coming off a bad year. And you can you can make the argument Slade covers the number one receiver and Bradbury doesn't. Sure. So if you pay Bradbury, what do you think Slade is going to be looking at himself and saying? I don't believe they they play they pay. Bradbury, because there'll be enough of a market where he's going to get enough years and money to where the Eagles won't say, all right, we'll go two years and $15 million a year. No, he's not going to take a two-year deal. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, so so I, 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 I would love to see Bradbury back. I just think the market's going to be more than what the Eagles are willing to do. And then you're going to be back looking for a veteran corner. If you, think, if, if you ask Eagles fans, who do you think they would prefer to have? And this is a legitimate question. Slay or Bradbury? Ooh. People were falling out of love with Slay last year. That's why I'm saying it right now. Jack Fritz, do you sense that people would rather have Bradbury than Slay at this point? Because you're right, Ike. 
Huh. I think people would rather have Bradbury back than Slay. I think, hmm. I, like, I think by the end of the year, people were, were they kind of just soured on Slay. But also, like, it's not totally his fault. Like, no one threw his way for a while. So. I, listen, I, I agree, and I think people did sour on him. So, I, I didn't sour on him. Um, I, I like Slay's swagger. I like his personality. I like that he brings that sort of sense of confidence to the defense. So, I like that in my, in my DB room. Right. Bradbury is more quiet, just goes about his business, just does his job, isn't here for all the other stuff. And some people would tell you, I prefer to have that. <laughs> like, I prefer to have that guy because I know what I'm getting. I don't get all the hoopla that comes with it and everything else. When he doesn't play well, he doesn't blame anybody else. He, he holds himself accountable. Like, he shoots it straight. You, you Listen, you guys listen to me all year. The one time I, I – the only problem I've had with Slay since he's been here – was after that Dallas Cowboy game. Right. It's the only time I've had a problem with Slay since he's been here. When he tried to throw the young fella under the bus and he's basically absolving himself and it wasn't me and learned to watch film and all that stuff. Like, we don't, dude, you wearing a C on your, on your jersey. Right. Like, like I, I don't necessarily need all that. So that was the only time that I wasn't necessarily happy about, not even his performance, just his reaction to what happened in the game. But other than that, I'll take – Every once in a while, he gets beat. Um, sure, for the confidence and the swagger that he plays with, and yeah, everything else that he player. brings. Say, Hell yeah, he's a good player. So, and we'll talk to Elliot. He's still one of the best corners in the league. Yeah, Elliot's coming up here. Um, just doing a, a quick search of his contract. Seems like this is the last year of his deal coming up in twenty twenty three. The base salary is seventeen million dollars. Mm. So, I mean, you potentially could sign Bradbury to a multi-year knowing that Slay's in the final year of his contract. He's 32 years old, so he's going to play this year at 32. Yeah. So if you believe maybe he's slipping a little bit, you have both guys for a year, and then Slay walks after 2023. All right, Elliot's coming up here. 215-592-9494. What does he think? Does he have urgency to try to go forward in 2023? Elliot Schroeppar's coming always up. has urgency, man, always. But sometimes he throws a curveball at you. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out what Elliot coming up next. It's Marks and Riesel, 94 WIP. I met a guy recently who told me that he spends roughly $250,000 a month. I talked to another person recently who made $50 million at the age of 30. What do you do with that money? How do you spend it? How do you not spend it? What do you invest in? If you meet a rich person, these are questions everyone wants to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask. That's the whole premise of MoneyWise. We talk to real people who have made a significant amount of money, and we ask them all about their finances. My name's Sam Parr, and the podcast is called MoneyWise. That's one word, MoneyWise. You can find MoneyWise wherever you get your podcasts.